Hey, welcome to the Money Morning Podcast. I've got a super exciting guest on today. It's Rebecca James of Hum. Now, Hum is a special type of fintech that differentiates itself by focusing on bigger ticket items. If you've ever wondered how fintechs work and what makes Hum unique, this is a fascinating chat with Rebecca James. Here's Rebecca and I talking. Hey, Rebecca, very excited to have you on. How are you today? Very well, thank you. It's it's great to have the opportunity to have a chat. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's just jump straight into these questions that I've got for you today. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, could you give us a brief rundown of what HUM does and what makes it different and unique? Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Um, well, at HUM Group, we're on a mission to really revolutionise the way people buy and pay for good services. Um, and we're really focused on providing uh, a seamless approval process and checkout experience for purchases, whether they're for big ticket items, we go all the way up to 30,000 or small ticket, you know, a hundred dollar pair of jeans. Um, and we also offer payment services uh, for small businesses across Australia and, and, and New Zealand. We're very focused on empowering our customers to choose the way they wish to pay. Um, and we have one of the most flexible products we believe in the world in that you can, you can have a choice of payment terms from five fortnights all the way through to five years. Um, we're a diversified and we're also a profitable business, which means that we have all the capital that we need uh, to fuel the future growth um, of the organisation, particularly in our expansion into international markets. Um, and we currently serve about 2.7 million customers across Australia, New Zealand and the United Kingdom. Uh, and we launch in Canada in a couple of weeks. Well, that was exactly what I was just going to pivot to was the international. Uh, I saw in your recent investor presentation, you're in the UK, you're about to go live in Canada. I was wondering if you could sort of let us know what was your reasoning for moving into those markets, uh, what you're seeing in those markets, what customers are looking for, and then maybe other countries where you're looking for growth. Yeah, great. Look, we've, um, we've been thinking about international expansion for some time um, within the business. And our entry point um, is really what we're going to be leveraging is our point of differentiation, which is a focus on helping consumers pay for bigger purchases over time. Uh, a lot of our growth and our strength across Australia and New Zealand and uh, is focused on purchases in that $4,000 range. And we're very strong in some key verticals. Um, we do a lot and, of financing for things in and around the home, whether that be furniture or flooring, uh, plantation shutters, pergolas, those types of things. Health is a huge vertical for us. Uh, we're the biggest financier um, right now in audiology, uh, in dentistry, um, and we're growing. We've just brought on board a couple of private hospitals in Australia. So health is another key vertical for us. And the third vertical is automotive, not so much the purchase of cars, 
themselves, uh, but car servicing after after purchase, after sales, care uh, for the vehicle that you've purchased. So we're going to go into those markets with focusing on larger ticket, which is quite differentiated to where the competition is, and those three key verticals as well. Um, what we're what we're seeing in each of those markets um, is very much kind of mirrors the experience, I guess, in Australia. We're seeing consumers uh, wanting to shift from uh, finance uh, that is revolving um, and interest-bearing, um, so credit card purchases and, and in that long-term interest-free space, we're seeing a big shift towards a preference for paying for things in a fixed term on an instalment basis, um, interest-free. And so what's occurring in those markets is, is not dissimilar to what we've seen happen in Australia over the last three or four years. Um, they're just at a slightly later stage. Um, we think there's a big opportunity in both of those markets. We're seeing a lot of white label credit card companies like Capital One in Canada, they're pulling out of that market. Um, there's a number of providers um, in the UK as well who are doing the same um, because of the shift in consumer preference for how they want to pay for things. Um, so we're really, really excited. Um, we've already got quite big momentum in the UK. We only launched in June. We already have over 400 retailers, including the Hut Group in the UK, using our services um, and, and we're just super, super excited about the opportunities that exist in both of those markets, particularly in our core niche, which is that focusing on that bigger ticket transaction. Okay. Well, I mean, there is a sort of fundamental shift in consumer preferences here, which I think a lot of fintechs like Hum are capturing, which is basically that Younger people want, they, they despise credit cards. They're scared of them, things like that. So I was just sort of, when you talk about those big ticket items, I noticed in the, the recent presentation of on Flexi, I was, I was hoping you could speak a bit to what that particular offering is and why it's so important and sort of how it integrates into your overall business. Yeah, so we've, um, we've had a long history of servicing uh, the needs of small to medium uh, customers. And right now we've got two service offerings to really support small business across Australia and New Zealand. Um, the first is in equipment finance, um, and that has been a standout performer for us, um, particularly over the last 12 months. We've really invested in um, a technology backend, which is giving us a real service edge when it comes to providing our offering to those small to medium businesses. Um, so right now, if you're purchasing a truck, for example, or a forklift, um, cranes, we do a bit of those um, as well in, 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 that, in that space. Um, you know, we can give you same day approval and we can have funds in your account the same day as well. Um, and right now, the, some of the major banks in Australia are taking, you know, up to four weeks uh, to be able to provide, you know, to, to provide an approval. And so that's really helped us grow that business considerably. It had uh, over 50 percent 
50% growth last year. Um, and even this year in the midst of, of lockdown in two, you know, two big states in Australia, um, it's continuing to have and experience phenomenal growth. Um, the other offering that we have for small to medium businesses is we launched last year um, a buy now pay later product aimed um, to support the purchasing needs of small businesses. Um, you can use this product anywhere. Um, it's facilitated by a card that sits in your digital wallet. We lend to small businesses up to $30,000. Um, and it's just a fantastic cash flow and purchasing tool for small businesses where they're in the driver's seat um, and they can decide, you know, when, when and how they wish to repay the purchases that they're making on, on that particular card. So we're, we're very committed. We believe across Australia and New Zealand that small businesses, while they're the backbone of the economy, they're incredibly underserved. Uh, by the major banks in both markets. And we think we've got, we've got two great offerings there to support the growth of small businesses um, in those markets. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I've been looking into why recently, why small businesses in Australia suffer so much or fail. And a lot of it comes down for me to, uh, to cash flow problems and not having that speed of transaction. And with, what you're doing and a hum that that instant sort of all near instant approval basically a day is your competitive advantage against the big banks so it's it's super exciting to see your business grow and evolve finally i want to draw people's attention to the fact that you are actually profitable as a business you returned a, an impact and for so many fintechs buy now pay laters I think this is a key point for people to differentiate hum from other businesses is you're a growing fintech, but you also returned what I thought was an impressive impact. So I guess my next question is, where are you looking to reinvest that profit? And uh, I guess, what, what does the future hold for HUM? Yeah, we've got a couple of very strong strategic growth pillars um, for the business. Um, and you're absolutely right. It is a key point of differentiation for us, the fact that we are profitable. We've also been operating for a number of years, which means that we have um, very strong, a very strong balance sheet and um, access uh, to strong funding lines as well to support the growth of each of our products. We have some of the lowest cost of funds from a non-bank lender in the market, and it gives us serious competitive edge. Um, the first is um, as. Um, as most Australians would know in the market, you know, this switch and this love that we all have for buy now, pay later products is really generating and causing, a, I think, kind of a tidal wave of banks, loyalty providers, technology companies to all want to get into this space. And the reason why there is a love for this buy now, pay later style of product is it really transverses so many different areas of business. It's kind of the crossover point between shopping, lifestyle, finance and payments. And the products are exceptionally sticky. Uh, one of our buy now, pay later products that, that, that uh, we aim at, at a millennial audience um, you know, our customers are using that product just under nine, just under a hundred times a year. 
So they're really sticky. They're, they're going into that app on a daily basis. And so all of those different big institutions are wanting to access um, that point that has such a strong sense of customer engagement. And so one of the areas where we're investing is in our partnership platform. And in the last couple of months, we've announced four major partnerships. The first is with MasterCard, um, who really love our Buy Now, Pay Later product bundle, uh, which you can use anywhere where MasterCard's accepted. And they've facilitated introductions to a number of banks, both domestically and internationally for us, for banks who are looking at their credit card books and portfolios and, and wondering where am I going to get the growth um, from. And so off the back of that partnership, we entered into agreement with Westpac in New Zealand, uh, where we will be um, the buy now, pay later product um, that they market to all of their customers. Uh, just last week, we launched the first um, airline points uh, buy now, pay later card um, with Velocity Frequent Flyer, which is already getting kind of, you know, great take up. Um, and three weeks ago, we launched a partnership with Mitre 10, where we're the buy now, pay later solution for all of their treaties um, and, and their customers there. And so one of the, the, the big foundations for investment for us is really to um, expand and grow our distribution through a number of partnerships um, like that. The other key area of investment for us is the continued investment um, in technology. This week, we just launched um, the Hum Marketplace, uh, which has a product level search. So for customers looking to find goods and services that they can purchase on Hum, we've just made that experience you know, a whole lot easier. And we've got a strong roadmap of customers features that, that we're going to be rolling out over time. And then, of course, the third area of international ex of investment for us is, is expanding into those two international markets. So there's a lot of growth avenues that we have and that we're working on um, at HUM. And even, you know, I'm, I'm so pleased that, again, um, even due to the pandemic and, and lockdown, you know, our Q1 um, volume so far from a growth perspective, I'm incredibly pleased with. Yeah, I definitely saw those numbers. Can I throw in one final curveball question uh, that might get people a bit interested is, what are your thoughts on, uh, we discussed this recently, was uh, what are your thoughts on the Afterpay Square deal? Is this sort of the model for fintechs going forward? And I was just wondering what your thoughts are on that, that absolutely mammoth uh, transaction that took place. Yeah, look, I, I think um, for me, it's not, it, it, it was not surprising. That deal was not surprising. We're seeing, um, you know, the, the pace of the market is, is just moving in such a, a, such a swift direction. And there are a couple of trends that we're starting to see as well with all of the players entering the market, particularly in that small ticket place, I have to say, you know, in that yep. pay four, pay in five model with PayPal entering the market and, um, and, and a number of other providers, what we're starting to see is, is, is strong pressure on that merchant services fee model. And so I think what we're going to start to see is a diversification where um, from, from a product where it's got to be more balanced, you know, that the consumer needs to start 
paying for some of these kind of for some of these services um, as well. I think we're also going to see if you're if you're not differentiated away from that pain for um, then we will see lots of opportunities, I feel, for players. You either become the dominant app or you become the buy now, pay later feature in someone else's digital wallet. And so I think for Afterpay, with the pay and form model, the merchant model, um, no consumer fees or, or avenues to earn revenue from there, I think the tie-up with Square um, makes makes complete sense for, for both businesses. Yeah. Well, that was that was uh, some super interesting insight there, and uh, I I'm just going to finish this up because I had such a great time today, Rebecca. Very grateful for your time, and uh, yeah, I mean, I wish you all the best with Hum. I think Thank it's you. a it's an exciting company. Yeah, it is. It is. Thank you very much. Well, that was a great chat I just had with Rebecca James of Hum. She had some very insightful comments there, and I really enjoyed her take on the Afterpay Square deal. There was a lot of controversy around that, but because the way demographics work, I think that deal, I agree with Rebecca, made sense. So as always, like, subscribe, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you.